It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Right, uh, as we roll towards the end of hour number one here on Inside Sources, uh, really pleased to be joined. I'm not sure how we got him here, but uh, the great Robert Spenlove is always available uh, through technology, and uh, he is joining us now. We've been looking, of course, at a lot of the, the numbers in terms of employment, what's been going on with unemployment insurance and those payments, and uh, Robert always helps us break down all things numbers. Uh, Robert, thanks for joining us today. It's great to be with you, Boyd. I uh, know we've had we've had our own emergency traffic going on here in the studio with our soundboard today. And uh, Robert, as you look at uh, at the numbers, of course, the job numbers came out on Friday. Uh, they, they weren't the big swing and a miss that we had uh, last month, but still a little bit of a miss. Uh, and the the really interesting thing to me is as you dig into those numbers a little bit, there are some people out of the labor force that don't seem overly interested in coming back. Yeah, it's um, it's a real struggle. So last month we were expecting uh, to get a million jobs and we only had 266,000 created. This month we were expecting about 650,000. So we revised down those that expectation and it only came in at 560. And the the really concerning part is our labor force participation. So that's the the uh, the percent of people uh, in the, in the population that are working actually dropped. And that was a real surprise. Uh, and how how is that going to impact the economy and things moving forward? Everyone's trying to get to this, hey, we're reengaging, we're coming out of the pandemic. Uh, but if that labor force participation continues to, to dip and go down, uh, what does that do for us in terms of small businesses, uh, entrepreneurs, and uh, really the economy revving up for everybody? Yeah, and it's the opposite of what should be happening. You know, what we've got right now is, the economy is still down about 7 million jobs compared to last year. Mm. So as the economy is ramping up and as uh, employment is uh, demand is expanding, you should have more people coming into the labor force. But we're seeing the opposite. So what that's doing is it's driving wages up. We expected wage growth to be you know, j- uh, about two-tenths of a percent last month. It was half a percent jump in one month. Mm. If you annualize that, that's really big wage increases and so it's great if you're you know if you're a worker looking for a job but uh, what this turns into is uh, more inflation yeah and that inflation i think is the one that we often uh, miss if you're just joining us we've got representative robert spenlove on the line he's also the senior vice president and economic and public policy officer for zions bank uh, always helps us to break these numbers down and and when we look at the inflation number uh, often we we don't really com- compute that all the way to the end of the row because really the inflation stuff ends up hurting uh, the poor and the most vulnerable among us the most. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And, you know, many of us uh, or some of us were around for the inflation in the uh, late 1970s and early 1980s where it was double digit increases in prices. Mm. And, you know, for the past 20 years, we've had really low inflation. So we've kind of forgotten what it's like to have that uh, really high inflation. Uh, but and what happens is on one side, you have prices going up. We see that with houses or with building materials or with cars or with gas. 
and but then that kind of gets locked in when it starts to drive increases or big increases in wages and it becomes this uh this uh, vicious cycle of higher and higher prices uh, uh, that make it even more difficult to get along yeah so important so as we look into this next month uh what are you projecting what are you tracking what are you watching that we all should be watching as it relates to jobs in the economy yeah, so it, it, I, I'm going to be really interested to see what happens uh, in, in Utah and many states as this uh, enhanced unemployment benefit uh, goes away. So Governor Cox uh, made the decision to end that. It's going to end at the end of this month. Uh, so, and what's really interesting is the that benefit is equivalent to about $15 an hour uh, working. And when you look around. Uh, if you look at places like I was just driving by an Arby's, they're now offering fourteen dollars an hour start, an hour starting. Wow. Zion's Bank, where I work, is offering fourteen dollars an hour for uh, for new tellers, and so it's driving that inflation because people know businesses know they have to offer the same amount to get people off that. So I'll be watching that impact really closely, um, seeing what happens with with childcare, that's another struggle that people are having, uh, getting back in. And then also just uh, that uh, vaccine hesitancy or, or fear of the, of, the, of the virus, how much that's gonna drive people to stay away from the labor force. Okay, fantastic. Uh, Robert Spenlove, uh, representative and uh, senior vice president at Zions Bank uh, for Economic and Public Policy. Uh, always appreciate your perspective there and uh, great insight into what's happening, jobs in the economy. And what comes next? Uh, Utah's done well. Uh, can we sustain it? And more importantly, can we grow the economy and uh, make it better for everybody? Uh, that's what we're going to continue to look at. All right, we're going to step aside for top of the hour news. Much more to come in hour number two right here on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Stick around. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.